Before we hop in with our incredible guest here on the Championship Leadership Podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit real quick about my world class, Unleash the Leader Within Experience, a four-day experience that is built to give you momentum in life that will create the movement that will allow you to go out and accomplish goals and outcomes that you have felt like are mountains, like mountains that are almost impossible to overcome. Unleash the Leader Within, you go through this experience, all of the different modalities are strategically put in place to help you to become the person today that will allow you to become the person that you want to be tomorrow. All about creating a life that you love. And we do that in many different ways. We've had incredible results from hundreds of clients that have come through in the last four years that we've been running Unleash the Leader Within. And so if you want to create a new operating system for yourself, if you want to have a level of certainty that would have people respond to you at a much higher level as a leader, inside of your life and you want to go out and have results that like i said you thought at one point were insurmountable and you want to turn mountains into molehills inside of your life and create a life that is unrecognizable take what feels like the impossible and make it possible then go to www.natebailey.org forward slash ulw Let's go! In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, baby Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. So we got Chris Caldwell across the pond, as we say, right in Dublin, currently uh, about to hop on a plane to to head to England for a bit to London, I believe. So uh, thanks for being here, Chris. It's great. A great pleasure to be on there. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm excited. We've been we've been working on this one for a bit. And uh, so I'm excited to get here. But I know you've you've listened to a few episodes, so you've done a little bit of homework, but championship leaderships in the podcast. What what comes to mind for you? What what does that mean to you when you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to a few episodes is a bit of an understatement at this point. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's it's now now uh, now a habit. I need to talk some about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, championship leadership to me, it's it's all about sustained success. Like as you say in your own your own um, uh, your own kind of commentary on it, it's not about kind of once off wins. It's about always being able to come back and conti- and continue and continue to to perform on the field or elsewhere. Um, 
you, for me, as sustained success is about kind of a continuous evolution, um, all, all the while while being aligned to your core values. So. And it's, it's about kind of being ex- excellent at what you do, but also looking for the next thing and looking for what else will will continue to give you an advantage. And that might be kind of human capital, it might be you know bringing bringing in new great people, it might be looking for a new niche, it might be looking at a new technology, you know, whatever. But you need to be very good at what you're doing, but also kind of continuing continuing to evolve. Now, yeah. it's a re- really kind of interesting kind of point. And I get okay, question question for you. Um, foot, the Fortune 500. Uh, 25 years ago, so just just before the um, internet revolution happened. Okay. Yes, how many, if you compare the Fortune 500 today and the Fortune 500 25 years ago, how many of those businesses of today existed 25 years ago? Oh, how many existed 25 years ago? In, so, in some oh. form, of, like the, the current Fortune 500, how many yeah, yeah. were, were yeah. around 25 years ago pre-internet? Well, I feel like you're setting me up for like a really big number here right now. So, uh, 300, 300, that is you're, you're, you're not even close. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. There's literally only 17 companies that did not exist pre the internet from the, okay. Future. Well, that would have been what I would have guessed close. Well, I don't know that I would guess 17, but all right, really? Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah and those 17 are like, they're, they're Facebook, the Google, the Netflix, they're, yeah. they're, they're yeah, they're, they're the household names, you know, but the entire rest, the entire kind of like 483 businesses yeah. existed 25 years ago, wow. a lot, yeah. lot, 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 lot further back. Like, how did they do that? Well, they they did that because they're thinking long term, like they're not they're not in this kind of, you know, the short term, you know, kind of hustle, win now, will now get, get, yeah. get your, your, your short term, short term uh, financing now. They think about what's happening in the world. Uh, they adapt and they move on. They move forward with us, and that's to me. That's what what Champions Leadership is about. It's not about winning in the short term, winning tomorrow. It's about when about conti- a continuous trail of success. Well, that's kind of interesting because you said something. You said uh, sus- sustain sustainability or to sustain is evolution, and I'm like, when I think of sustain, I almost naturally think of like just staying the same, right? Uh, interesting. Yeah. And yeah. so that was that you really kind of piqued my interest or, or, uh, made me think there for a second. Cause I, yeah, I don't put the two hand in hand. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah you know, like sustainability is all about, uh, just trying to make sure that you're around tomorrow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a little, real. it's the step that takes you that's, that you need to take to thrive and, and to survive. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And, and in an evolving world, like sustainability will mean right. something, something yeah. different than it was today. Yeah. yeah. So, like to, on this survival part of it, the sustainability is just looking at it and saying, "Well, what are the showstoppers? Like, what what things are you doing right now that's if that that you really shouldn't be doing that that will yeah. that will your business? Like, are you polluting a local lake? Are you losing? Are you using kind of child labor down to supply chain? Things mm. like that that will just end your business. That that comes out yeah. and you're like you, know, you break all trust and you're gone. Um, yeah. But then, kind of the the thriving part of it is if you if you're kind of thinking on a sustainable long term view of the world, yeah. um, so that you want to be around, around you know for for years to come. Um, like McKinsey have recently done a study that says you can get a forty seven percent increase in revenue over a fifteen year period if you think long term rather than just kind of continually chasing chasing the short term goals. So mm-hmm. you get rid of the showstoppers and you you do things that makes you makes your business more profitable and last for longer, you're gonna have a better impact yeah. right now. 
So like you're, yeah. you're, you're, the value of your business is going to be greater right now as well. So it's, yeah. it's like it's, it's, there will, of course, be short-term trade-offs on being sustainable because right now you need to be doing things that will, that will cost you money. But you think the medium or long-term, like there's, 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 it's, it's only beneficial to. Yeah, to absolutely. Sustainability, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it does make sense when you think about the conversation of like, you know, I, we talk a lot about championship leadership and evolving and and how you stay at the top of your game, right? How do you sustain the success that you've had? And it's, it is through evolution and continuing to be able to adapt and evolve. So yeah, absolutely. yeah. well, why don't you, that's a good segue, I think, for what, for what it is that you're all about and what you do. And maybe you could, you know, give us um, the listener that, that isn't familiar with Chris Caldwell just yet, but uh <laughs> But they are now. If they didn't know that, they they do now. So yeah, give us a little background on who you are and where you're at, at today. Oh, all right, all right. The uh, the, the Cliff Note version. Uh, so it started out as a uh, corporate lawyer. Actually, if I go back one step further, I did a kind of undergrad in economics, business economics, uh, Trinity College in Dublin. Then uh, went into corporate law because if you do a liberal arts degree like economics, you don't know what to do with the world. <laughs> so I did to be a lawyer or a consultant. So I went down the law route, and that was that. I mean, that was that was great for a couple of years, but then got a chance to do uh, a three months of comments in investment bank. And that three months ago, and turned into a 10 year stint in banking, which was brilliant. Like, you know, it was really, mm-hmm. you, like, you enjoyed an awful lot about it because you, you, from being a lawyer, you're really focused on whether a piece of paper makes sense. But yeah. being an investment banker, you need to have a look at like the whole industry around the business, what they're doing, why they're doing it, whether the people have got the skills and whatever to be able to do it properly. It's, it's, it's a really interesting thing. But after 10 years of all of that, um, you like continually focusing on your quarterly profits because that's the way they do it. And yeah. uh, you, 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 you know, more valuable in the last six months. I actually, I managed to, to get, get kind of pretty, pretty far up the tree. I got to uh, kind of head of a desk and uh, then the financial crisis hit. And uh, I was like, well, I finally had a chance to kind of step step back off the hamster wheel because you weren't running because you weren't doing very much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and think and think about what you want to do with your life. And, um, you know, so I took that opportunity to say, OK, I'm just going to go step off for a minute. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go back to school, go go uh, do do an MBA. So I went to another business school. And went in there uh, with kind of idea that I, there was more to life than banking. You know, I wanted to get, wanted to be an entrepreneurship, and uh, I was, I was doing quite a lot of infrastructure in my investment banking. So I thought maybe something to do with that. And also getting increasingly concerned with, uh, with the, you know, the energy transition, uh, climate crisis. Thought, okay, well, can I kind of knit all these together? Mm-hmm. Uh, came came out of school two years later as a founder started out uh, what is Causeway Winds um, started to build uh, wind turbines up in Northern Ireland and kind of branched out so we do uh, we do wind we do solar we do anaerobic digestion do do all sorts of things so we also branched out well beyond Northern Ireland into kind of British Isles and we do a project Barbados and Japan yeah all sorts of other places. So, so yeah, re- re- general kind of renewable energy developer uh, for most of the time. And then um, kind of like 20 odd percent, 25% of the time, we do some kind of new clean techie stuff um, as much because we think like they're kind of, they're, they're, they're the moonshots, the ones that you think that if they go right, they can move the needle. Um, but, you know, you need to have your, you know, have your bread and butter of your, 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 your yeah. development. Yeah, you yeah. don't be relying on those, you know. As a, yeah. As a, <laughs> so a lot of wind you're involved in yeah yeah, yeah. we do a lot of wind. solar solar as well yeah solar as well but increasingly solar yeah we're doing um we've got we've got some really big solar projects now now up in scotland 
Okay. Um, and it's uh, like solar is the way the world is going. Uh, panel prices have come down so much. The efficiencies have, have, have gone have gone up a lot. So it's now it's now even in Scotland, which isn't well known for it's its super sunny, <laughs> for, for <laughs> sunny weather. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, it now finally makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, we're we're very excited about doing. doing That's interesting. Doing yeah, I live in uh, Minnesota, r- pretty rural where I live, and there's there's quite a few wind mills uh around our area and solar is kind of booming around us too a lot of fields are becoming solar fields and things like that so it's interesting got some friends in the game too but uh but yeah but anyways well let's keep this rolling what who who have been some of the people that have impacted you uh along your path your journey you know i always like to hear like because i've i've had so many in my life that often seem to come at the time when maybe I don't realize that I need it, but looking back, I'm like, man, that came just the right time for me in my life. Um, so yeah, leaders, coaches, mentors that really stood out to you and, and what are really more so what, what are some of those characteristics of them that have helped mold who you are? Yeah, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great question. What I really enjoy listening to your, uh, to your interviewees about, I hear it about, um, I, it's very, it's a really tough one though. Like trying to, yeah. kind of, but narrow it down. I'm yeah. not like I'm having having yeah. an hour talking about this one. But, <laughs> but if I could just focus in on in on in on one guy who I thought was was particularly like you know you, know, you can always talk about your family, your father was wonderful, all this stuff stuff. But one guy who was particularly influential, a guy by the name of, of Andrew Lickerman, He was the dean of London Business School when I, when I went in there. And what really impressed me about him is that he was a champion across every field that he'd ever got into. So like he was in he right, was in yeah. that. that he was he was he was he was, a, he was the best professor he was in uh, civil service like he was he was he's in either realm he's uh, a board director of barclays bank like he continued he just every single time just seemed to be nailing us no matter oh, what yeah. job he was doing <laughs> yeah. um and whenever you met him uh you thought god what a what what a lovely what a lovely warm kind human being this is yeah but then he stands up on stage and he gives he gives speech and like you're like i will follow you you are amazing. yeah yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah just, just, absolutely you know, an, an, an inspirational guy. But I had the opportunity to sit down and talk to him about um, about how he kept on, how he seemed to keep on nailing it. And he was telling me about his, and he actually, he wrote about it uh, then in, in uh, kind of Harvard Business Review, um, about his kind of, his framework for good judgment. And like, it's, it's I really, I highly recommend anyone, I can I can run you through it if you like now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I recommend anyone to go through to go to uh, Andrew Lenkerman Harvard Business Business Review for uh, elements of, of judgment framework. Okay. It's, it's if you you want to try and make sure to increase the odds of making the right call each time, yeah. it's yeah. always going to be luck. You're never you're never yeah. going to be sure, but increase your chances. Yeah. Go through go through his six points on you know like, uh, gathering information, who you can trust, you know Excellent. how much assessing experience, all these these type of things, pull them all together you'll you'll make better decisions like well certainly help me (laughs) yeah well if you could maybe you could send us a link to that i'd love to put that in the show notes i think that'd be great for people to check out as well um what's uh we talked a lot about sustainability obviously right now and 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 evolving to to continue to sustain your success and then of course with everything that you're doing is about sustainability as well so um why don't you talk a list uh, a little bit about you know the vision for yourself and what you're looking to do and and the impact that you're really looking to make because of that? I, it feels like what you're doing is a very impact driven purpose and and calling. So yeah, I would love to hear that. 
Yeah, thanks, Ed. Um, so, I, so I started out this journey in renewables, but quite quickly kind of recognized that that kind of energy and energy transition is intrinsically linked with the whole idea of sustainability. Like you can't just just kind of renewable energy and uh, the energy transi- uh, transition is one part of, of of having a sustainable system. But mm-hmm. there's an awful lot more to it. So that's one of the things that I was uh, that I've been kind of growing and learn- learning about over time. So in terms of my own kind of personal vision, what I'd like to do is kind of grow a thriving business, um, creating kind of long-term value for my employees, for community, for the planets, um, but also start a conversation of what tomorrow should look like. Uh, so uh, like, how can we be working together to create a more sustainable future? Now, that is, that's a, that's a kind of a, a big goal, <laughs> you know, it yeah, is a big goal. Yeah. But I think like, you know, kind of, kind of t- talking to, 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 to yourself um, uh, about these things, I also do quite a bit of writing um, on it. So I'm kind of, you know, LinkedIn and Aluminum and places like that. And just try and get, try and get some conversation started on, on what is really, what is sustainability and what, what a kind mm-hmm. of sustainable business uh, should look like. And I think we've, we've kind of touched on it before. For me, it, it means nothing more than the steps to survive and thrive in the long term. It's like it's long, just about long-term strategic planning. But but how how that actually works, why why that's important, what's important important to your uh, to your employees, to your investors, to your suppliers, regulators, customers, that, that, whole, that whole, whole kind of framework. So it's just it isn't just and when I come and talk about sustainability, people automatically jump to, oh, you're talking about carbon. I said no, like yes, but <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Take a quick pause here inside of this incredible interview that you are listening to to let you know about my 100 mile mindset audiobook. If you would like a copy for free, you just have to send me a quick email at nate at coachnatebailey.com, or you could send me a private message. I'm all over the place on social media at Coach Nate Bailey Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter. You can even find me on the new social media app out there, Threads, through Instagram. But if you would like the free 100-mile mindset so you could create a 100-mile mindset for yourself based on my experiences, my lessons learned from being an ultramarathon runner, shoot me a message. I'll I'll send it to you for free. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the narrative that you run into typically when you're when you're out and you're talking uh, with different companies or organizations around you know the system to maintain sustainability inside of their organization where you know it could be very in the present like you said focused on the 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 here and now and the the, the quarter in front of them versus looking out into the future 10 15 years with how to, how does that conversation go? Yeah, yeah, I think that's that is. It depends on who you're talking to. Um, so if you're talking to to someone who's in like Goldman Sachs, you know they've they have they have made their they've made their deal and they understand their yeah. deal. They're going yeah, to yeah. give away their life for the next ten years, but they're going to make a lot of money, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're going to yeah. they're going to going to be people who are perfectly happy with that, and that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but in a lot of uh, a lot of cases, uh, people are now embracing that it's that 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 doesn't work anymore uh, for for the majority of people like you know if you just go back to uh, i'll take it to from kind of first principles of like you know what was your business but it's your employees it's your people it's the, the people yeah. the people around you um we're now in a world where 80 where, where it's basically full, full employment and 80 percent of businesses are saying are struggling to find people mm-hmm. um, and the demographics of this are only getting worse 
So like yeah. by 2030, we're due to have a, an 85 million um, shortage of skilled workers. Like that's a lot of people. That's yeah, a, lot. a lot of people. Chat, chat, chat GPT is not filling in that gap. I'm yeah, sorry. no doubt. No, no. Right. Yeah. No matter what. Um, and and all of those guys, uh, guys and girls, in by 2020, two thirds of them will be millennials and Gen Zs. And millennials and Gen Zs, as we know, have got different different ideas on life on life to to mm-hmm. to people who are, who are kind of you know, raised in like who are ch- children of Michael Douglas and greed is good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. we've got. We've got, I get like, I just know, don't want really to throw, throw, throw a massive amount of stats here, but just with this, this one's kind of pretty, pretty, pretty interesting that um, 42% of millennials and Gen Zs will sacrifice uh, salary for purpose. Uh, 20% will say, will call it equal. So that's 62% of people who think it's it's, it's at least equal. Wow. And then, you, then you've got the Goldman Sachs guy, guy on the other end. Yeah. Money's everything. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. 62% <laughs> yeah. of people that, that, are, that, that are going to be at least having money and purpose as, as the, same, the same thing. So, if you can, so to to be able to motivate, and the, and these are millennials and Gen Zs, and the, I'm talking about in terms of employees, but they're also customers, and they're yeah. also suppliers, and they're also regulators, and they're also they're also your neighbors. So if if these are the kind of the, the important parts of um, parts of parts of you know, kind of future generations, then if you want to be surviving and thriving in a world where purpose is important to um, to a strong majority of people, you need to be aligned with that. So you need to be uh, trying to trying to to have your own purpose and your own your own reason for being, and uh, to do that you just you need to examine um, how examine what what the world would be like if you disappeared like what what what, what the world would lose if you disappeared, mm. and trying try, trying to understand understand your life and and so just going back back to the Fortune five hundred, every single one of those businesses that still runs. Yeah, has, they, has got a, a a well thought about purpose. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they know what they are about, and they know what they try yeah. and try. And some of them are are like 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 I don't know if you know like but like Starbucks. Their purpose statement is nothing to do with coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Starbucks purpose statement is we believe in the pursuit of doing good. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? uh, it most, sounds pretty like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, no, no, no. but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Molson Coors nothing to do with beer, but they say yeah. we're uh, uniting people to sell to celebrate life's moments, and that's, that's nice. I like that one. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. yeah. But, yeah. They, they they have the purpose. Like, what would what what, what would happen uh, if they disappear? Um, uh huh. So yeah, so you need to have your own kind of like your purpose, and you, so my point is really they can just just like shareholder primacy the idea of shareholder primacy and the idea of yeah, just trying to make quarter, quarterly profit and just trying try to make it make, make your shareholders happy is no it no longer works and, and it will increasingly fail to work as these demographics move towards people who believe more in purpose um, yeah. and if you want to survive and survive and thrive in this shareholders are really important they're very they're they're mm. they're core party party stakeholder group but not they're not the only one you need to mm-hmm. try and keep, try and keep try and keep your um your employees, your suppliers, regulated customers, and neighbors all happy. They're all happy. You'll be happy. I just survived in the long run. Yeah. What it feels like, it's all that much more important from a leadership standpoint to have people that are able to con- communicate in a way that would help people align with what they're doing to their purpose, right? Because it, it could be all really hard for a millennial or a Gen Z person that really is purpose or wanting to be aligned purposely driven right to to equate that to let's say being on the on the line like putting 
widgets together, right? But if you have an incredible leader that really can communicate in a way that would resonate with them how it actually does, then those companies are going to be the ones that will be in the Fortune 500 for a really long time, right? For sure. Yeah. And that's and like a good example of that would be, um, say, Patagonian. Like these guys, they make bags, they make rucksacks, they yeah. make clothes. And like, you know, the guy, the guys making, making the zippers or making, yeah. making the bottles. Yeah. 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 They will get, they, but they can get bought into it because it yep. is such a great brand. Like it is such yeah. a sincere brand. They're so aligned with their values. Yeah. They say, like this bag, we don't want you to buy another one of these. Yeah. We want this one to last you for a, for, for a lifetime. Like that's yeah. completely counter the way that we have it. Right. Been. Right. Thinking about you know like you know you must have twenty bags in like you know whatever yeah 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 it's, it's very yeah that, that type of alignment does allow people to bring their best selves into work and that's, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah well let's uh let's keep this moving uh, what's what's the time for you and I'm sure you're ready for this one what's what's the time for you in your life where you know had things gone differently you'd be in a very different place than where you are today and I always love asking this because I think a lot of people are probably in this situation listening right now. And and there's always power to hear from other people and how they've chose in those moments to help maybe them move in one way or the other. So is there a moment or two that comes to mind for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of touched on it a little bit earlier on, uh, which was it was the, the moment when the financial crisis hit and uh, you spend all of your life just trying to be trying to achieve trying to trying to kind mm-hmm. of keep on keep on ticking on the box but the achievement was very much kind of finance driven very much expe- other people's expectations of you driven so yeah. it was you know doing well in university doing well doing well in um, in your mba um so like i was a kind of student of the year when it came, came out on stage with, with, with the dean it was wonderful oh who was actually andrew lingerman <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> who, who i mentioned earlier on um, and then going through through the various kind of like promotions, being being, being ahead of a desk, and thinking that this was like this was this was like a, a fulfilled life, but you ended up being uh, you're working like 14, 15 hours a day, um, working most weekends, never getting a proper holiday. Like the amount yeah. of times like you're like you're by by like by the beach, but on your phone or, or, or typing away in something, just not engaged, not, not present, not, 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 not living a, a full life because you were so obsessed with this. It's, it was deeply, deeply unhealthy. Um, yeah. And it was, but I didn't realize, didn't recognize it was unhealthy. So like I would, would really kind of, kind of press on people to, to think and just, just to step back and pause and go, well, actually is the life I'm living right now? Is it, is it, is it my best life? Am I fulfilled? Am I, am I, am I kind of ticking all of the, the right, like, you know, um, family box, the, 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 the health box, the nutrition box, the stress box, the sleep box. Like, am I, am I being well, a well-rounded person? Because at that point, I absolutely was not. I was very much focused in. I feel focused in on one job, and I was really good at that at that job. But it yeah. it did not it did not fulfill me in so many other ways. But it's only when you when you step back and you pause and you ask that question that that you get the answer and go, "Well, wait a minute, that was entirely yeah. that was nuts." And yeah. then you look back and you go, oh, "I was nuts." So being able to to take to take that out and then having the luxury to be able to stand back and say, "Okay, I'm just going to go to school for a couple of years," and then re- completely reassess everything was. Yeah. was 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 like it was a great gift it was a gift given by the enormous amount of work i don't know yeah, yeah right but it was it was it was a great gift and life has been okay you will know that um and so from all the entrepreneurs you talk to there's always a lot of hairy moments uh yeah. you're 
you're starting out a business and uh, you know moments where you're just like oh, what are you doing you know your computer yeah. breaks down you have no idea <laughs> how, do you, how do i put put ink in this printer ah. yeah. <laughs> these things you just, you just don't don't have to deal with when you're in a corporate uh, yeah and also yeah. running out of money as well you don't worry right. about that when yeah you're exactly that's as well um but you know i've never regretted there hasn't yeah. been a day when I regret a decision. So yeah, yeah. Just, just say the, the importance of taking a pause and assessing like quite regularly, just, and I do that now by, by habitually, I take a pause, right. pause, pause yeah. and assess. Um, but I just wasn't doing that at the time. Yeah, I think that's some powerful advice for sure to, you know, it's, especially nowadays, I don't know, it's just life feels so fast paced that it's almost like if you're not super intentional about pausing, you don't, you just don't, and then you just feel more stressed, more overwhelmed. And uh, it's a vicious cycle if you continue down that path. Yeah. One that inevitably, I think, breaks too, by the way, and, and ends badly. But uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Go ahead. No, it's just, yeah, just on your point yeah. of, of, of a, yes, yeah, impossible escape. It is impossible escape because we've got these, these little boxes that we hold in our hands that are, that like, we, we stare at, that we're obsessed with all the time, that are, that are our okay. friends, our families, all of our connections, and they continually ping. We just need to be able to just airplane mode. It's a great gift. Just airplane yeah. mode. Just be quiet. <laughs> you know? I like that. Yeah. Just eight, put, your, put yourself airplane on airplane mode, mode right? Yeah. Yeah, I love exactly. That. Yeah. yeah just sit there. Like, make sure, if you're sitting there having dinner with the family, everyone's phones an airplane mode oh just 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 like you know, oh, yeah. just focus on doing what you're doing in that moment and try yeah. and share it because kids grow up quick amen oh no doubt uh another thing that's been super present for me i got three kids they're 15 13 and just about 11 so i'm right in i'm like man these kids are gonna be at my house before i know it and it's uh been yeah I, I guess that part of life i'm in right now that phase of just being super present to that but um Let's let's move on to our last piece here, kind of wrap things up. What if there's one or two things that you could give to the listener if they were to apply today it would help move their life forward right now today? What might that be? Okay, so just a little piece of advice. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I guess the the kind of the best piece of advice that I think of ever, <laughs> well, the most appreciated piece of advice I've ever given um, is just make sure as a leader um, that. You're, you know that your job is to be right at the end of a meeting and not at the start of it. Mm. Too many leaders think and worry and they obsess and they kind of go, okay, well, what, what? I need to come in and I need to deliver answers, I need to deliver solutions. That's yeah. you, you know, you can have your own ideas, but go, go in there, go into the meeting, open up and just, and just uh, let other people talk first. Get, do, collate the best ideas and make sure that yep. you're right leaving the meeting and not going into it. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. That's a great reminder, especially, you know, and what I do as a coach too, uh, oftentimes in a group setting more than anything, just allowing everybody to talk and share their experiences. And sometimes I don't even have to say anything, but sometimes you feel like if you're the leader, the, the guy in the room, you're supposed to have all the answers and you should, you should be able to, you should speak first. Uh, but that's a great reminder to, to sit back and not have to do that at least right away in the beginning. So yeah, love it. What uh? What else uh, before we leave here? Um, any links or I don't know if you're a big social media guy or, or ways that we can follow you and continue to, uh, you know, keep up with what you're up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'd love to. Like uh, LinkedIn is is, is the okay. best way. Um, yeah. Also, got uh, I do do a um, a podcast on kind of sustainability stuff as well called uh, Conversations on Climate. It's available on all like mainly YouTube and all kind of podcasts. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll uh, get that linked up. 
yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, that's that's that, that, that's definitely LinkedIn is the the, the best best okay. place. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, we'll we'll get those linked up for you uh, as you're listening here right now, and uh, make sure that you have easy access to that and to what Chris is up to as well as his podcast. We'll get that linked in the notes as well. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for being here today as a listener. Don't go anywhere. We got more incredible, powerful episodes coming your way. So uh, just stay here, stay tuned for the next, but yeah. Thanks again, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much. Really enjoyed it. No doubt you enjoyed that incredible episode of the championship leadership podcast as always. And this is, again, just a a gentle nudge and reminder to go check us out at natebailey.org forward slash ULW if you want to transform your life to one that you love, to go out and accomplish things in your life that you've been thinking and dreaming about and, and just have maybe felt that it wasn't even possible at some point. If that is you and you want to take your life to the next level, go again, natebailey.org forward slash ULW. Let's have a conversation and let's change your life for the better. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey Bailey Nate Bailey.